Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren. Hey. Tunza. What's up? And Danboy. Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're grabbing our magnifying glasses and searching for clues in Frog Detective, The Entire Mystery. Frog Detective, The Entire Mystery was released on October 27th, 2022, but it's three games put into one game, so the other ones were 2018 and 2019, and was developed by Worm Club and published by Super Hot Presents. Worm Club, as far as I know, is one person. Her name is Grace Broxner. And she's made a bunch of other games similar to the way that this one looks. I don't know if they play the same, but they kind of all have the same, like, general visuals. Uh, Before we get any further into Frog Detective, the entire mystery, I want to give a spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this before listening to the episode. This was our short game for the month of February, and I'm going to give a brief summary of the story for Frog Detective, The Entire Mystery. So this game is a mystery-solving narrative, more than anything else, but you are a detective, a frog detective, and you go around in different cases, and you have to talk to people and get an understanding of what's going on, Some of them will want objects or items or for you to do specific things, like collect items for them. Um, And outside of that, once you piece it all together, you get a final conclusion and you can move on to the next case. All right. Each episode, we break up the main points of the games between us. So starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell tell us all about them for Frog Detective. Uh, For the most part, it's just almost like a walking simulator. You have... Some you could there's some objects you can interact with. Uh, those objects are used to leverage people into giving you information or another object. If you right click, like you could you know click on things, progress dialogue, and uh, right click use or right click or I think spacebar uses your magnifying glass. That just makes everything look wonky. I don't think it really served much of a purpose. Yeah, I don't think it had yeah. any like benefit to using it. And then the best part is in episode three, uh, Corruption at uh, Cowboy Country, or County, is the scooter. Yeah, I love that thing. For sure. It's a better scooter than bullies, like 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 a video game bullies, like scooter or skateboard. <laughs> it's that most, was pretty impressive to me. It's the most random thing. Like, cause she, whole, in the first two cases, you don't have I just to. Wanted, like, I, I just wanted it to turn into, like, Tony Hawk. Like, it felt pretty good. Like, I wanted to be able to at least do, like, a 180 or a 360. Or a backflip. Or something. Backflip, tail whip. Just turn <laughs> it into Tony Hawk at that point. Oh, yeah. Not even a detective game anymore. Buck, he could solve the clues by doing the combos. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the gameplay is pretty basic. Um, it's a lot of reading uh, more than anything else. Uh, walking from one person to another person to a specific point in the map. And the maps are really small, except for the cowboy one. That one's a little larger, but the other two are really tiny. Anything else you guys want to add for gameplay? No. I, I, I think that. Uh, yeah, mean, there's, there's not really I guess you get a notebook that like you can put like suspect on and keep check uh, track of like objectives. 
At one point, you could put stickers on the notebook. <laughs> you decorate it. Uh, <laughs> feel all cool. Uh, you use detective or clue powder or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, at one you point. Just... Not uh, a real thing. And also, that's about it. Like, <laughs> besides interacting with, like, like collecting stuff for people, you don't really use anything. That's true. So we'll move on to art design. Lauren, how about you tell us about the art for Frog Detective? So the nice thing about a small game like this is there's not many people that worked on it, so it's a lot easier to find information about them. So Grace Bruxner was the creative director of Warm Club, which is the studio, I guess, and Frog Detective series. Specializes in 3D art, writing, marketing, and social media. She's from Melbourne, and it was mainly just her and Thomas Boker that worked on the game. So basically a two-man job, which is pretty cool. Uh, she was quoted in an interview saying, No one was really paying attention to anything that I would create, because it's just a drawing. They look at it for five seconds. They're like, great, nice drawing. So she said, like, and then I thought about how you, when you play a game, you have to sit down and really concentrate on it. It's the perfect medium for people to pay attention to me. People just have to live in my world for a bit. And that's why she decided to make games. Because she was quoted saying that she didn't really like video games before then. Which I thought was kind of interesting. It's like a complete, you know, hey, I'm not really a big fan of it. To going to college for it and making a game. So, pretty cool. Uh... Bruxner made the first Frog Detective over six months with Boker as a final year university project. So the first part of it, you know, first case, they actually did that at school. And then I guess like eventually they ended up going to like putting it out there. People liked it. Her teachers told them that they should really like embrace it and go out and actually try to do it because it was good. They went to, I forget what the conference is called, but it's in the U.S. I know that. It's GDC, I think. Oh, the Game, game. Development. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, like, I guess she told them, like, hey, you know, we've made more than our budget back. Which she said wasn't a lie because they put zero dollars into it. And that's where they got their first backing to kind of, you know make the game but she said at first she thought people were like buying the game to be nice then when it sold half a million copies she was basically like oh shit people might actually like this so interesting to see that that's how her brain really worked at the beginning she was like oh yeah people are just being nice because you know it's a project it, it was a two-man team and then she's like oh people do like this okay she has, uh, from what I was reading from an article from, like, December, she has no intentions of making games right now. She said since they were working on that game full-time since university for about four years. So she's taking a break, but she did say she wants to pitch it as an animated series. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, so... I wonder if it would look the same. Well, I, I want to say probably not exactly the same, but I would hope that it wouldn't change too much, because then it would kind of take away the charm of it. 
Yeah, because the graphics in this game are, like, very blocky. Like, everything is just, like, more, like, squared off than anything else. It it honestly reminds me of something that was done in, like, paint. Because even, like, the... Where they write stuff, it'll have, you know, like, the titles of stuff. It looks like it was written in paint. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like, I do like it, but it does look like it was done in paint for a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting art style. Um, I didn't expect it to look the way it did when Dan suggested we play it. Same. And I was like, oh, okay. Um... But yeah, uh, I don't think it looks bad, and cre- no. kudos to them too for making the whole thing, and it works. True. Um, I think it reminds me of Gumby. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> like just like the thickness of everybody, and I don't know. I love their wonky movements, and like nothing is like super detailed. Like literally, like nothing has like a ton yeah. of detail. Well, like, I like the little Easter egg of, like, their face just posted on stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just, it's cool. It, I mean, it had a just enough charm for the whole thing. I like that during the game, she pops up and she's like, no, books are actually a great support source <laughs> yeah, of information. <laughs> and she, like, edited, like, animated herself. Like, it's just yeah, like... A, breaking like, the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty cool. That. She does it, like, twice in the in the three cases, so pretty interesting but uh let's go ahead and move on to sound and music how about you tell us about that for frog detective dan so the music in frog detective is kind um whenever you're kind of in your office i believe it's like uh you know your typical detective sounding music i don't, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it what does but that I, mean I feel like if you if you think of detective movie, you you would basically immediately just think of this sound, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that that's that's detective music right there. I just yeah, yeah. picture. I only like immediately. I think of Mission Impossible, which is my spy. favorite. Is, there you go. Not detective. Is Dan supposed to be the sound guy, and he describes everything so like? I don't know how to describe things. I'm bad at explaining things, so it doesn't no, work. I, very I think well, it, right? I mean detective works for what you're right. What's next? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. There's not many sounds really in this game, to be honest. Like there's no voice dialogue or anything like that. It's just, you know, the music. Which music is fantastic in this. I thought I seen that somebody that's actually like kind of like well known did the music for this, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh, they kind of are. So this dude, this dude's a stud. Let's be honest. <laughs> he's uh he's an Australian writer, composer, broadcaster, and academic. He holds a P- PhD. Like that's how hey. cool he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, do we really care about what he did in writing? Or should no. I? I mean, did okay. he do other okay. games? Oh, yeah, he, uh, he did the uh, soundtrack for Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, that's what I thought. And Pull Me, oh, oh, Push Me, Pull You. I don't know if you guys know that game. I don't know that one. I believe it's the one where it's, like, kind of, like, two dogs, like, stuck together, you know? 
Like, dude, I think we played that game. One at person Magfest. controls one, and then the other person controls the other side. It's like cat dog. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, he's uh the soundtrack for the Haunted Island, which is like the first part of. They're Fire not dogs, dude. I I don't know what they were, man. I you have the right idea, like but they're like humans. It's but weird. Yeah, what, whatever, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Haunted Island it uh won an award for uh it's the A P R A A M C O S, which is oh gosh, big word. Um, performing right association in Australian dish. Uh, Somewhere in Australia, Mechanical <laughs> Copyright Owners Society. It's like Australian Asian Mechanical Copyright Owners Association. Society, whatever that word is. Sorry, I'm like freaking out over here. It sounded like you just said Australian <laughs> with like an accent. Australian. You're just scared. But yeah, I got an award for best music at the 2019 Australian Game Developer Awards. Pretty Hell cool. yeah. Monkey cool. be crumping it up. And then Dance party. Uh, untight. Oh, okay, I need... <laughs> Untitled Goose Game was nominated for Audio Awards at the 2020 Independent Games Festival Awards. It was only nominated, didn't win anything. So, boo. But yeah, he's also, like, uh, he does some radio stuff. I think he had, like, a show on some Australian broadcast company show thing. I don't, I don't know. All right. I, 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 I think we, we got enough, right? Yeah, yeah. You well, got I enough. would just say, yeah, yeah. They, she, like, they worked on that song together. Yeah. Like, she made an actual song, like that yeah. credit song. It's, it's really good. Oh, it's so good. I love it. It's on Spotify, by the way. Yeah, Slippery Pond. So we'll transition into anything that made an impact. And I want to talk about the credits for a second because like a quarter, eh, probably halfway through the credits, she's like, all right, like I ran out of things <laughs> to credit. So I'm just going to put the credits from Degrassi, like season four, episode something. Yeah, the song that was made still me playing. laugh. Did you see that part? Yeah. No, I didn't. I must have missed that part. Was it like yeah, it, for the last case? Yeah, like right as the song that they compose is playing, they just like it's like about half, I think, halfway through it. It just in the credits it just says, Oh well, we ran out of people to thank and the credit for our game. So here's the credits for Degrassi season four, like episode yeah, whatever. Yeah, because it ah. was like, Oh, there's still song left or whatever. <laughs> so it just Put those credits instead. Okay, I got pretty it. Funny. Got it. Yeah, it, that. that's pretty good. Um, so that that's my first one, and that one stood out to me because it just made me laugh because it's so stupid. It's like, why of all things is that what you decided to put in the credits? But did you guys have anything that made an impact? A lot of the weird dialogue is right there. Lobster cop when you first like appears, like in the door Lobster thing. Cop. Where it's like, uh, zooms in on his face, he just starts running down the hallway at you. <laughs> that was great. Like, Threw me kill off. You. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is going on? The uh, lobster cop is is the worst. He's an asshole. Are you happy oh, yeah. he just had to be your career path? No, because his career, that sounded so much better. Lauren said something to me about this too, and I said, that job must be easy. Three people delivered one parcel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, they, I guess they were also invited to his birthday, but... Can you imagine trying to do your job with three of you doing it? I mean, if it was three, <laughs> like two other people I really liked, it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> um, the first case, I really like the alligator that just has toothpaste. Yeah, I, I like that you sit down next to him, <laughs> yeah, like, laying yeah. down. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening? This is so weird. I was literally like, what a creep. Why am I laying down like this? I love that he is the detective, but half the time he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> like... Yeah, I was like, is that like what a cop does to like not escalate things? They're just like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're I'll right. get you. I'll get you mouthwash. <laughs> I love. Tell that. me what you know. Well, that like throughout the entire game, everyone's just like, like whenever he gets the call, like for the very first time from like the supervisor, and he's like, hey, like I have like a case for you, and he's like. Oh, for, like, the number two detective, because Lobster Cop isn't available. And he's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. And, like, throughout the whole entire game, everyone's just like, oh, I wish you were Lobster Cop. And even the Frog Detective's like, yeah, me too. I like when he starts naming the other one. There was, like, I Inspector Iguana. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah. a bunch of weird one. There's, like, one... Oh, man, they're they're so, like... Bizarre, like one of them's like really weird because it's not a detective yeah. technically. But I like in the second case, like this mistaken identity when like you you come into like the haunted village or whatever, or like the wizard village. Yeah, and um, you talk to the cat, and she's like, "You're your lobster cop," and he's like, "No," and she's like, "You're really bad at explaining who you are. You don't look anything <laughs> like a lobster cop. <laughs> like you don't look anything like a lobster." And he's like. I'm not Lobster Cop. And she's like, yeah, you don't look like Lobster, but you're Lobster Cop. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm Frog Detective. Yeah, she's like, oh, so your name's just Lobster. <laughs> no. I, I love that they make, like, the Frog Detective, like, this really awkward person. I'm like, <laughs> playing it, I'm just like, this is me. You identified <laughs> with him? Uh, yeah, I was like, "This is Dan's game. No one gives a straight answer. They get, they like, you question them, and they start going off about something. Uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, you just said that. You, I didn't say anything. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. It works. In uh, Wizard Village, there's uh, the guy in the hot tub, and he's all like being rude to you because he's hungry. And I'm like, this is what Lauren does to me when she's hungry. Oh, I, I love that part because the the one pie was sitting right in front of him, like on the ground. So I picked it up, started talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, like I wish I had food." And I tried to give it to him, and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And he's like, "Oh, pie." He's like, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And he's like, "Oh, just right here on the ground." And he's like, uh, "I don't want a ground pie." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that's fair." Yeah. On ground pie. Speaking of that, the last credits, like I like that they have a little post-it note. And like everybody's like updating, like they're like like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Or whatever. His is like, I'm still in here, just yeah, still yeah. in the hot tub. Yeah, he was literally like, I'm I've haven't left since you were here. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I haven't left since you were here. How about uh, Carlos from Wizard Village? Dude works twenty four seven, doesn't take breaks. Learned how to sleep while standing. <laughs> <laughs> I could never be me. 
Yeah, he's like, well, what do you do if, like, a customer comes? He's like, yeah, it's fine. I just uh, wake up when they well, get yeah, here. Yeah, they usually wake me up if they need something. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because in the, the ending credits, their photo is, like, him and the lion. And he's like, oh, I finally got him to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, His did you fake eye patch? Did you guys want to yeah. touch base with the first case and like as what it's what the case is? Um, I mean, we can. You know, we go to like the haunted island, um, and you meet Mystery Monkey, forty nine. Yeah, yeah, forty nine. Yeah. That's important. He's just Mystery Monkey while he's on the island. Yeah, but he's 49 online. He comments on all of the frog blogs. Yeah. Uh, but they're basically, they keep hearing noise out of the holes around this island. And the sloth that is the king of the island, because he just claimed it, because no one else was there. Which, I guess that's how it works, right? Sure. Yeah. He's, he's scared that there's a ghost, and he's more scared because he reads scary books and... He gets all worried about it, but nobody has any clue of what's going on at all. They're like, yeah, there's like noise, but like, was it like Larry's Larry's hole is louder than other people's holes? Yeah, he knew, but no one wanted to listen to him because he kept this line anyway else talk. Yeah, because he's a dick. <laughs> he's interrupting lobster. I also love his little credits message. We're not the same guy. It's like him next to the lobster cop. Um, yeah, so that, that one's solving the ghost on the island. Um, which, not what I expected it to be. I mean, I don't know what I really expected it to be either way. Like, what? And then... Like, you solve that one, and then in the next case, they're like, oh, yeah, Lobster Cop. He solved the mystery of the Haunted Island. And he, and he Frog Attack was like, that was me. I was in the photo. And they're like, no, Lobster Cop was in it. And he's like, no, that's Larry. That's a different lobster. I get. I, I honestly get how they can be confused. Yeah. But I, I love the dance party at the end of Haunted so Island. And who did you pick to win? Pretty sure I picked Mystery Monkey because he was crumping or crunking. Like he's just I, I can't remember now. It was him or the I can't I don't remember who it was. I picked the sloth because he had the most like coherent dance moves. That might have been who I No, I don't know now. I, I don't I don't remember who I picked. I think it was like the sheep or whatever. The break the one that break dance? No, the one with or... the wool. That gives you like the wool. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I think I picked them. Whenever I was watching it, I wanted to find whoever was doing like the lawnmower. Like one of them was doing like <laughs> no, the shopping cart, man. They were like driving, acting like they're pushing a shopping cart, grabbing items, you know. Good, That's how good Dan thing. dances in real life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I couldn't remember, so I just picked someone random. Yeah, I wanted the mouse to actually break dance, but they yeah, it, he, it wasn't. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah. They were breakdancing in like the background, but when they got called up, they didn't do it. They got scared. Yeah. I get it. And then the last thing I think I want to mention for Haunted Island 
is the conversation with the sheep when you talk about how you want the wool that the sheep sheds. And then he's like, people use wool for a lot of things. My sweaters, or your sweaters made out of wool. And he goes, I'm wearing someone else's wool. <laughs> and they're like real weirded out about it. And the conversation gets real awkward where it's like just dot, dot, dot back and forth. Like you guys are just looking at each other. And I was like, man, the dialogue makes this game. The rest of this game is subpar, but the dialogue's wonderful. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was just thinking, did you guys see, um, oh God, is his name Mason Mole Man or Mole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Mason Mole. Did you guys see him in like every episode? I only saw him on the second. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him notice, on the first one. I didn't notice him on the island, but I noticed him behind the house, like yeah. one of the houses in the village. Oh, it's behind uh, Carlos. Uh, yeah, Carlos? Carlos's shop. Yeah, he's on the first one too. Like, if you were like by the cave, he just like you go to like the ocean. Like, I'm like, oh, let's see if I can walk around, and he's just there and just disappears. I'm like, mm, weird. <laughs> oh, weird. I thought my game glitched. Just like I just I didn't know what that was. He like stares at you like creepy and then like slowly backs off. Yeah, but I only caught like the tail end of it when he was like backing off. Like and I was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, did like something glitch out? So I'm over there like trying to see if I could get behind Carlos's shop like for something. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. But uh yeah, so I explained the first case. Uh, Lauren, do you want to talk about the second case? No. <laughs> I'm bad at describing things. All right, Tunza, how about you? Tell us case number two. Case number two, you arrive at... Uh... Oh, God, what's that one called? What's... I don't know what the actual... Invisible no, you're wizard? Looking for... Yeah, you're looking for the invisible wizard, which you... Everybody's scared that they scared her away. Because, like, the parade got destroyed. They were going to do a parade and it all got destroyed. They can't find her. Uh, You do, you know, you're just trying to solve the mystery of who destroyed, like, all the decorations and scattered the pies and all that fun stuff. Are we just going to go straight into, like, what the answer is to that? Well, I mean, we could just talk about, like, any dialogue sections. Like, I really like the phone call with the postal carrier. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I have you on Bluetooth speaker. And he's like, oh, in his notebook, like, Frog Detective, he's like, responsible. Like, (laughs) with Bluetooth audio or whatever. I was like, this is stupid. The dialogue's so good. Every... I was just thinking, like, how, like, you, like, you talk about the notebook. You'd write, like, suspects and be like, oh, I think it's them. And it's like, they didn't really say anything. Motive. Uh, they might have. <laughs> like, yeah, you just come like, up with these, like, bizarre motives. <laughs> well, I think, like, yeah. then it was, like, hungry or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, the ones, like, jet, like, angry that she lost, like, shoes on Whizbay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the band that they call in in that one at the very end is just fish, like <laughs> in a fish tank. Okay, fucking King Crab. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is what? It's the most popular band in this world, by the way. Yeah, I can see it. This world's crazy. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that one it's discovering what happened to the parade and stuff, and then uh, discovering who and what the invisible wizard is. At the end, did you guys snitch, or did you guys lie to everyone? Oh, I snitched. Tell me oh, snitch. I snitched too. Yeah. I lied to everyone. Ah, oh, Tanza, garbage. Ah, oh, come on, Tanza. How how are they gonna grow as a person? Yeah. You I don't know. <laughs> you also get shit for it, so it's pretty funny. Do you? Yeah, th this is why you're number two frog detective. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. You can't lie and be number one. Oh, uh, that's amazing. You found out what happened to uh, Lobster yeah. Cop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that one's pretty cool. I like at the end... You have a dance party. We're riding around on those carts. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know what's happening. There's a lot of dance parties in this. Everything's just good times. Good times. Yeah, people yeah. come together. Crime doesn't even exist. But yeah, you <laughs> learned that in the third one. There's no such yeah. thing as crime. Bad room. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dan. Let's let tell us about Cowboy County. Cowboy corruption at Cowboy County. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, I'd love to explain it. Um, you get there, and well, first off, you leave your little your little office, and you leave your notebook, and then and then it shows like someone's hand. Grab it and steal it, and then uh, you get to Cowboy County, and there's a uh, phone booth right next to you, and uh, you get a call, so you answer it like like you're answering your phone at your office, and you're like, oh, like this is a frog detective with a frog agency or whatever. And it's the supervisor, and he's like, man, uh, why'd you answer it like that? Like, well, who answers, like, a random phone booth like this? And he's like, w well, it, it, it's me. It's who I answered. I don't, I don't know. And he's like, well, why you call? You knew I would be here. And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, isn't that kind of weird for you to just be calling a random thing waiting for me? And he's like, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you go there. And you're trying to find out what happened to everybody's hats. Everybody's hats got stolen. And the hat stolen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lobster Cop is there. Same with Monty Mole, who gets appointed as the sheriff of the town for whatever reason. It's, it's you know, because he does a brilliant job at it. He's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's sucks. like, Monty Mole's like a man of, oh, not Monty Mole, that's, that's some... Mario's That's something else, cool. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that guy, but uh, yeah. What, what's what's the mole guy's name? Mason. It's Martin. Mason. Mason. It's not Mason. Martin either. Who the fuck are these characters? <laughs> I don't know. Man. So Mason Mole is a guy of very few words. Every time you talk to him, he's just like, "Yeah, yep, uh, yeah, sure, yeah." It's like, oh, okay. I like in the notebook for him, it says, like, needs. And it's like, yeah, to be left, left alone. alone, I guess. <laughs> and then if you go back and talk to him again, you just, it check marks it off. Ah, oh, see, I didn't go talk to him again. I, I didn't want anything to do with him. Um, Then you have the, she's a rabbit, right? That needs a fake ID. Yep, yep, to break yeah. into the vault. And originally, she wants you to just break into the bank for her. And you're oh, like, yeah. no, that's no, that's not right. And she's like, yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> and then it's they're like, 
And then he, the frog detective's like, oh, you could probably get in with your ID. And she's like, ooh, I think my ID is locked in the vault. <laughs> and I was like... And then uh, the the mouse is that wants to be a sheriff. Talks oh, she's about the best how, character. Yeah, how she's going to beat him up. Yeah, and then you, uh, frog detective, gives her his address. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you just give me your address? Oh, you, well, yeah. I like it. She, she, he gives her like writing papers and stuff to like redo her resume. <laughs> and like put like good qualities. Instead of fighting him. Oh, it's so, it's so good. So stupid. That's one of those ones where like she pops up as herself and she's like, yeah, don't give your address. <laughs> I'll give your address to strangers. There's like uh, the haunted painting one in this. Which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that one confused me because I didn't know how to do it. And I learned I had to just click on all the <laughs> And then yeah. uh, you make wonderful cowboy poetry. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, I wish I remembered mine. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I just know I said something about a goblin on a rock. Yeah. Well, something like, oh, the cowboy ate some cereal, left, went, went to go buy more. Okay. And then... And then he ran into an office building that just like randomly appeared. And then when he went to go to the office building, there was nothing actually there. And then he went to go tell his friend. Oh, mine. Mine was something about he seen a goblin on a rock. And then when he got over there, it was tumbleweed. And then he just went to bed. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poetry. Dude, I love that at the end, uh, he gets to do your whole poetry that you helped him make. <laughs> In front of everybody. <laughs> and the people are like, oh, yeah, this is great. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that is terrible. That poem <laughs> sucked. <laughs> uh, I also like that you keep calling them bandits, and they're like, we're not bandits. Yeah, we're, we're outlaws. outlaws. I, I love the one outlaw, like out by like his little tent. And he's like always just sure. hitting on you. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I love your notes for him. <laughs> he's like a wonderful guy or whatever. Just, I think his name's like Sherman or something. Yeah, it was Sherman. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's pretty much it. There's like the store clerk that just wants a selfie painted of themselves. And then you just happen to find somebody that's like needs a muse. I love that he. They don't warn you about. <laughs> Giving, putting in your credit card information for email scams. Where was that interruption? Where she's like, "Don't do this." Because <laughs> he's oh, like, "Oh yeah, I was put in my it, banking yeah. information," and he's like, "Oh, what happened?" He's like, "Oh, I got ten thousand dollars or whatever it was." And he's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, ten thousand money." Yeah, money. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yikes!" It was like a real one. And then Frog Detective's like, "Wow, well, I'll, I'll put my bank account information <laughs> any one of those I see now." <laughs> so stupid. The dialogue is so dumb in this game. It's so good. It's, dumb, it's so good. In my head, the way I was thinking about this game while I was playing it was like, this is like the, the like memes you would see on like Facebook or something where it's like, oh, like my sense of humor is because of this, and it's like a really old like TV show. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of how I picture this humor in this, this... game. An old TV me. show or Facebook humor? 
No, no, no. Old, old, old TV. I just picture Dan writing this. I, I picture Dan trying to tell me the plot of a fucking movie. Uh, All like yeah. the characters' mannerisms, like anytime they're trying to like deny something, it's Dan. Yeah, yeah. Ask him a fucking question. <laughs> All right, so let's let's, you on wrap, a quest. let's wrap up this uh, this case. So we get everything that Lobster Cop asked us to get, and then yep. we go up to the cemetery and. We find out that all the hats have been buried behind the old, like, church-looking church. building. Yes. And uh, then we're like, okay, we found the hats. And then we, like, go to have, like, the town meeting. And bum, bum, bum. We get framed for the crime. And our motive yeah. was because we can't wear a hat. We Yeah, we're yeah. mad. Which makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the picture that uh, Mason Mole took of us, and he puts like eyebrows on him, like, <laughs> yeah. looking all bad. He's like, they all in town is like, yeah, look at his eyebrows. He's so yeah. mad. And he's then like, I don't have eyebrows. Yeah, he's like, I don't have eyebrows. <laughs> and they're like, oh, so he stole those too. Yeah. Um, but then you get framed, and you get put in the bad room, and then you get like, what is it? Like a year? Yep, a whole yeah, year. Yeah, a year. Yep. And um. Then, like, the credits roll, and it kind of seems like that's how the game is going to end. And then after the credits, you get Frog Detective writing a frog blog. And then uh, Mystery Monkey 49 sees it, and you get, like, the weirdest transformation of all time. (laughs) Where he does, like, that, like, spinning rainbow, like, gets his Sherlock Holmes hat and his magnifying glass. transformation. Yeah. And uh, he comes to the supervisor. That's when you get to use, like, the... What did you say that was? Like, some kind of dust. Like clue powder. Clue powder or something. And you find out that there is, in Lobster Cop's desk, there's all this information about how they framed Frog Detective. A Very convenient. A Monty Mole saying how much of best friends they are. Yeah. And his yeah. whole plan. Yeah. And he, and he just needed a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then you go back to the Cowboy County and you have like your, you get him out, off the hook and everyone's like, oh no, Lobster Cop, you're evil. And then he's like, oh, it was just Joe jealous of you, Frog Detective. And then so you think, better than me. and then he gets, the Frog Detective's like, oh, you can just work for the Postal Service. And they'll take anyone. Yeah. Yeah, even corrupt cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a thief. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you think the supervisor is going to give you the number one detective, and then Mystery <laughs> Monkey gets it. <laughs> and then that he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, upsetting. I'm, I'm gonna have to quit uh, my scientist job to pursue this full time." <laughs> <laughs> and then I love like later on like before you get your surprise birthday party, if you look at all the pictures, it just has oh, his face. So his good. face just... is just like, like he took a picture of himself and just like taped it over Lobster yeah. Cop's body. Lobster Cop pictures? Yeah. It's his so body is just his head. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's just like his head is over Lobster Cop's head, and but it's still his body. Yeah. Oh, it's, so it's so dumb. But, but so then, good. But then you get a surprise party, so... Which your surprise gift is 
a, a hat, hat that perfectly fits. It's perfect. Right between his eyeballs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the tiniest little cowboy hat. But uh well, yeah, and that's it. that's it. That's the actual true ending. And then you finish the game. Yeah. So how long did it take you guys to complete this one? Yikes. Uh, three thirty-two. Too damn long. I'll tell you that. It took me three hours and eleven minutes, Lauren. Three hours and ten minutes. That's so much bullshit. One minute faster than you. <laughs> Dan was fourteen and a half hours. <laughs> no, it wasn't fourteen and a half. It was uh, <laughs> uh, four hours and seventeen minutes. Yikes. I know, yikes. Yeah, so not that long of a game. Pretty good choice. Um, did you guys have anything else before we move on to recommendation? Um, I'm yeah. Good. Each episode, we go around and find out if we would recommend the game we're playing and why or why not. So starting with Lauren this episode, would you recommend this game and why or why not? Yeah, I would. I had a good time with, like, the dialogue and everything. It was a pretty good, like, casual play. and played it one day. Just kind of broke it up. Did the first two cases. Then did some other stuff. And then came back and did the last one. And I enjoyed it. Dan? Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend it. Considering it's, it's just a game of me, you know? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, damn like, detective. You, you can't go into the game like expecting like super, super amazing like gameplay or anything like that. It's just you know a silly little game, make you laugh. I would agree with that. Tons up. Uh, yeah. I, I I think it's just like I didn't know what to expect going in, but I definitely feel like coming out of it like it was a fun like good time and it had a lot of charm. So for I think it's around it's on sale for thirteen forty seven for all of them, or it's on Game Pass. That's I think about four hours of content. That's that's good and it's like wholesome as shit. Yeah, it, it was a good time. Um, going into it, didn't know what it was after the first case. I was like, eh, I'm not sure. I was like, there was some good dialogue, but I was like, the game's kind of like, eh. And then after case two and three, I was like, okay, I like this. I like the humor. I had a good time with it. I enjoyed it way more than I expected to enjoy it. So I would also recommend this one. But Game Pass is probably the best option right now if you're just trying to feel the water with it. But if you don't have access to it, then go ahead and buy it. I think 13's a fine price for it. Yeah, and it's also they're individually sold. So like if you want to just play it like Three ends up combining everything they probably learned into one game. Yeah, because yeah. so for five bucks, three is hundred percent worth it. Because if you notice, like the first case is very basic. You don't have a notebook. Like your items are just kind of like floating icons in the top right corner. And then like you get the notebook in the second case, so they kind of add to that system and are able to put in more like dialogue and like just funny little comments. And then the third one's, like, all fleshed out, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it was heading, like, you could see, like, the progre- like progress being made. And it worked, I think it worked really well. They didn't, like, overload anything or try to do something that was, like, out of its realm either. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely a good recommend here. Um, did you guys have any reviews you wanted to read today for this game? It's a little weird because each game is separate on um, on Steam, so mm. it's like it's like you have to go through each of them. But it's like Dusty is vibe. I farted in front. I farted and Sherman clapped for me, <laughs> which is like that dumb part. <laughs> Uh, bigger than the Lord of the Rings trilogy, apparently. I don't know what that means. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Red Dead 2. Um, these are from 3. Riveting, heartbreaking, flabbergasted. Or flabbergasting, a 10 out of 10 psychological thriller. Frog. Yep, dead on. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> a more of a solid crossover than an entire Marvel franchise. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one was pretty good on xbox reviews because it just says five stars have not played and can already tell it's great it just it's just great it looks so funny username icy danny before you play <laughs> username, no username noodle shark Shout out to Noodle Shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised even anybody reviews games on Xbox like that. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of reviews. Is there? Oh, a ton of them. You, most games we get to look at, there's nothing. So I don't I, even bother. And it's like a game will have like two stars, and I'm like, I feel like somebody just got mad. <laughs> uh, this one on Xbox has 4.7 stars with 93 reviews. That's good. I mean, that that's definitely good because like, I don't think anybody knows you could review them on Xbox. Yeah. So at the, least 93 people have done it. The one, like, I don't really care so much about the review, like, portion of it, but the title of the review is, I want Frog to be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, there's, that. There's, there's this one on uh, the first, like, case. Not quite as good as Lobster Cop, but it gets the job done. <laughs> I, I wish there was a spinoff just for one case where you played as Lobster Call. Uh, yeah. I like this one. Frog Ride Scooter. Shred ass. <laughs> That's it. Shred ass. <laughs> oh, this, this one. This, this is a me kind of comment. If, if this game was an object, I would want to stick it up my ass in, every, in a good way. 15 out of 10. Can't wait to play the sequel and three cool. Oh my god, that's Dan that username Icy Danny. <laughs> nope, Squishy Fish. Ah, oh, shout out Squishy Fish. I, I like this one that says ten out of ten game, and then the spoiler part, like where you can't see is would have been eleven out of ten if I got to play through the date with Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good reviews though. It it I mean Lauren. I don't said see any bad ones. well on Xbox. Yeah, it did. That's usually one of the negative because they take they take the time out of the way to comment on Xbox. Yeah, I don't see a bad one on Steam. That's good. Glad it didn't get any hate because it doesn't deserve it. You guys good for reviews? Yeah. yeah. All right, great. I had a lot of fun today talking about Frog Detective, the entire mystery on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag. 
where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, we also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. At the end of each episode, we kind of just talk about the games we're playing or anything that's happening in our life. Just to close out the episode so it's not just a crash at the very end where it's just like, all right, bye. Um, so do you guys have anything you want to talk about? Dan, hit him with the... Oh, raft update. There is no raft update. There will never be another <laughs> raft update. I've come to accept it. It is. It, it will remain in this segment until one day. The dust is blown off of it. Part of me is like, we, we're just going to keep like putting it off because of the segment. Uh, we, we did get into a... Di- did we talk about Hunt? showdown yeah a little bit on the last one okay i can't remember when the last one like what we were doing um have you still on that overwatch ground have you guys played hunt since the last episode uh yes yeah but but yeah pretty sure at least Uh, we haven't played in almost two weeks or at least i haven't played in almost two weeks but we've been playing overwatch a bit uh, they went back to Call of Duty for at least the last couple of nights. Uh, just last night. You guys were playing zombies, and then the one day I seen you guys were playing Warzone. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the battle pass ends on Tuesday, and me and Adam only need like five levels mm. to complete it. And so I was like trying to, you know, just try to get it done. We did a lot of Overwatch though. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how uh, we've done it. I don't, yeah, I don't know how. I think we're pushing. Uh, I'm pushing like a hundred hours of competitive now. Uh, yeah, it's it, I. It's insane. Yeah, and then it's weird because it's like we didn't really play Overwatch one. Like we had it, but it was just you know just there. Yeah, oh, I think we all had it like twice too, like on the computer and on. Xbox. Oh, no, I only had it on Xbox. Oh. It, it's weird that it's just like once it became like Overwatch Two and like a free game, it's just like yeah, let's play. <laughs> yeah, um, so that I, game's been consuming the time. I finished Mario Rabbids Sparks. Woo! So that was cool. One hundred percent of that game, besides Woo! a couple weapon skins. But oh, boo! It, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, I started The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch. I'm really enjoying that right now. Uh, it is very brutal. It doesn't tell you shit about what you're supposed to do, which is nice because it's like an old school game where you just have to figure that shit out. Um, so that was cool. I even asked Lauren at one point, like, hey, what am I supposed to do in this part? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, you beat this game. How did you beat this? If you don't know. She's like, uh-huh. So long ago. Like last year. Uh, but I played it. I'm like, I think I'm in the fourth dungeon now, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, just really tests you though, and I, the art style is what it just kind of blows you away the way it looks. Um, 
And outside of that, I haven't really played a whole lot of anything else. Lauren? Um, I haven't played anything. I, I don't... I could tell you that uh, today me and Corey went through my PS4 games, and I'm downsizing to probably a, like a third of what I had. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I ended up getting like nine or ten games out of that that you had that I didn't. Yeah. So. What's your total number now, Corey? Uh, what is it? Eight ninety five. Yeah, that's what you said when you added those. Yep, eight ninety five. Yeah, so mine almost nine hundred now. I think I had a hundred and fifty PS4 games, and I'm probably down to like fifty or so. So, quite a quite a bit that we went through today. She got some room on her shelf, so now her manga's not all just stacked on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of... There's a lot of games that I had on the Switch and the PS4, or I had them on, like, the Switch, PS4, and the PS5. So, I play the Switch more than my other consoles, so it makes sense to keep them there. I just get rid of the rest of them. I have a lot of games I own twice. Like, between yeah. either from, like, the Xbox, the PS4, or, like, mainly now, because I switched to, like, the computer. But I have a lot of digital stuff on the uh, Switch. Yeah, that's what I figured. Is I'll just, uh, if it's, like, a game I haven't opened, or a collector's edition I haven't opened, I'll just buy it digitally and play it or something. And I kept all my, like, East games... Because I like that series and I've been collecting the games. I kept anime games just so even if I end up not playing them, I can display them. So, yeah, That's we uh, we got the Nintendo Direct since our last episode where we got more information on Pikmin 4, which is really good. Um, That's a July release, so. If you listen to our most anticipated games, that will fall into, you know, this year for my top five. Um, Advance Wars got a date, which I'm excited about. And they updated a lot on, like, Zelda and, like, Splatoon, Mario Kart. Yeah, I thought overall it was a pretty good direct. Uh, did you guys have anything that came from that that you guys were excited about? Mm. Just Pikmin, I think. Just yeah. curious about this Game Boy stuff. Well, like, what's going to be included in the Game Boy Advance? They have only listed, like, a couple things. Is it going to be more? I hope Pokemon comes to it. That's why I was, like, it would be really cool if Pokemon came. Because, like, I would love to play, like, Fire Red or Leaf Green again. I, I just like Emerald. So, <laughs> bring Emerald Me too. to that one. Oh, I feel yeah. like I still own Emerald. I don't own oh, yeah. Fire Red or Leaf Green. I have them all, but... Oh, I was going to say that reminds me. I told Corey that I want to get a Game Boy Color and play Pokemon Gold like when I was a kid. And it has to be the same color Game Boy Color. It's got to be the purple one. Not the see-through one, but the other. The grape-colored one. I want to play it authentic, old-school, like I was a kid. That's mm. the most specific thing. 
Yeah, I feel like Corio. that one's not a hard one, though. No, Corio's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be real upset when your batteries die. or your ba it's Hey, batteries are good now. Yeah, batteries are good now. She's going to be so mad when it's too dark in our house. She can't see the screen. Yep. You're gonna have to get the little like, <laughs> oh god! I wonder if I still light. have them. I wonder if I still have like my magnifying glass and like, like the weird contraption. <laughs> it could be fun. Let's say I still have the SP. Eighty four dollars on eBay. That was the only listing I seen for the purple one though. But I'm sure that's there's more. Bad. But. Yeah, I think that's it for me. I'm good. Until yeah, next time. Yeah. Which yeah, will be sooner than later. Uh, a couple weeks. Episode was, yeah. Yeah. About ten days from now. Yeah. But all right guys. Uh thanks for hanging out with us at the end of the episode. Um, uh, but I think it's time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode. So thank you for listening and we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.